In the name of the Creator, the Redeemer, and that blessed Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I want to, you all may sit. Children, if you'd like to be closer for the story, you may come and sit on the rug up here. Uh, and choir, you may go sit in the back. You've got it already. Wonderful. So children, come on up. You can just sit right here and face me. Right on the rug. I've got a story to tell, and when you're a little bit smaller, it's easier to be up front, right? Right. Yes. Adults, I'm going to sit. You won't see me very well, but I want to be a little closer to them. Do you know what today is? Pentecost. What is Pentecost? Does anybody know? We don't hear this story very much, but it is just as important as Christmas or Easter. Raise your hand if you know what happened at Christmas. Me too. Do you know what happened at Easter? Raise your hand. Right? We hear those stories all the time, but do you know I was an adult before I really figured out the Pentecost story? I mean, we never figured it out. It's like the biggest mystery ever. Um, But before I really understood what happened at Pentecost, and it's the most important thing. So here's what happened. In the story you just heard me read, Jesus was saying goodbye to his friends before he died. And he told them that he was going to have to leave, but he would not leave them alone. He would make sure they always had God with them. Okay? Which is really great, right? So then they go through all the sadness of him dying and all the joy of him coming back to life and all the confusion of him going up to heaven. And they wonder what's going to happen next. What should we do with all this love that Jesus just taught us? And so they are in the big city of Jerusalem with thousands of people who speak so many different languages. And they don't know what to do. And they're not probably thinking about that promise of the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, there's this huge sound, and it just shakes their bodies. And they're really confused. And a flame lands on each of their heads, but it doesn't burn them. It's not dangerous fire, somehow. And all of them understand each other's words. Everyone is united through this beautiful energy of sound and fire and love and goodness. If that happened to you, would that be a little confusing? I think I would have been confused, too. Um, and every, I think it's one of the reasons we don't tell that story very much, because we still don't really understand how all that happened. But we know that in that moment, the Holy Spirit got poured into all the people, and then the disciples went to the ends of the earth to teach people about God's love. And that's why this church is here. That's why you're here. Because the disciples taught people who taught people who taught people who taught people, and the Holy Spirit traveled through all of them, and here you are. And do you know what you're full of? You're full of the Holy Spirit, too. And you bring that to us, all these people. We're all full of the Holy Spirit, the energy of God's love. And every year at Pentecost, we get together, and we try to figure out what that experience was like. And usually we do something with red and fire. Does anyone remember the day that we all got connected by red yarn? Anyone remember the day that we blew a bunch of red feathers in the air? That was kind of fun. But this year, you guys made all the red decorations, so I'm going to let them speak for themselves. Raise your hand if you made one of these red decorations we have. 
Some of you did. Thank you. We are surrounded by this red fire love that some of you helped to make. So today, in order to get a sense of the Holy Spirit among us, we're going to do something with that sound thing. So bookmark that. Get ready to experience some sound. Are you on the edge of your seat? Um, But first, and I'm going to stand up because I want to talk to everybody and look at everybody. You can still see me if I'm standing, right? Okay. So one of the things that I think is most important about Pentecost every year is that we get a new infusion of love, a new infusion of the Holy Spirit into our lives. Um, I sort of mentioned this at the pulpit last week and in my forum, but my sabbatical had a lot to do with tuning in to the vibrations of God's love that are just everywhere. I mean, close your eyes, take a deep breath and touch a tree. And God's love is just radiating. Sit on the ground instead of on a chair outside, and God's love is just radiating. Hold a child. I got to hold Corbin a little while ago. God's love just vibrating and radiating through Corbin, who we will baptize in a few minutes. Already, baptism isn't like a magic trick that makes the Holy Spirit go into you. Corbin has had that vibration of God's love since the very beginning of Corbin's life. So... At Pentecost, we have this opportunity to get a new awareness of the Holy Spirit flowing through us and flowing through everything we encounter. And we get to reapply ourselves to our lives, knowing that the Holy Spirit is buzzing and pouring not, in, not just in us, but through us, out into the world. Jesus said, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. Do you know what Jesus' commandments were? Love God, love your neighbor. How do you do that if you don't have love just pouring through you? And the Holy Spirit said that she would be with us forever, buzzing that love right through us. So we get a new infusion of that today, which I love. I get goosebumps when I talk about it. I love that we get a new infusion of love and Holy Spirit. And I want us to experience a little bit of what that might have felt like. And when we try to recreate a little bit of an experience... It might not be exactly the hugeness of that Pentecost day, but I'm going to trust that we're going to get a little something from it. Has anyone ever sat in in a symphony and felt the vibration of the beauty and the music just pulsing? Um, Sound is an amazing uh, conduit for Holy Spirit, right? So Robert and the choir are going to help me, and I'm going to ask you to be brave. If you think that you have a pretty low voice, we're going to give you a note, and you're going to, that's your note. Get that in your head if you have a low voice. We're going to give it to you again right before we start. If you think you have kind of a medium voice, you're going to get this note in your head. If you think you have a higher voice, you're going to get this note in your head. Okay? And we are going to ooh that. We're not going to ooh that. We're going to ooh, like, like, The Holy Spirit is the food for our lives. So we're going to ooh that. And at some point I might ask you to change the sound. The choir is generously going to add um, a little transcendence with a fourth note after a little while. Are you ready to be brave? All right. So first, low note. Go ahead. Medium note. Keep going, low note. Breathe as you need to. Let your... Companions, take it up to stagger your breath. Medium note, high note. After each breath, just come back to your note. Keep going. 
You're going to do this for a minute or so. Keep going. Sopranos. A little louder. A little louder. A little louder so it can really buzz in you. And change it to a hum. Keep humming. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to us. Holy Spirit, thank you for filling our lives. Fill us yet again with your love and energy and spill your love into this world through us gathered here. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ and in the name of love. Amen.